The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Hi guys, it's Lo. Today we have a very special holiday episode of I Love Wellness on the show and a fantastic guest. We have Sonia Chopra. She is the executive editor of Bone Appetite magazine and December January issue just came out and it's the one with this amazing cake on the cover that I can see (laughs) everywhere. Thank you so much for having me. I love that cake. It's beautiful. I was just flipping through um, the file of the issue that you sent me because every time I see this picture I keep trying to figure out how you guys get the frosting to be so beautiful and what is this tool that they're using at the end to like squeegee the frosting colors it's uh it's like a it's not called a bench scraper but maybe it is it's like a a kind of a plastic tool and you just kind of run it around it's actually really satisfying you can do it with like crumb layers of cakes too but you can also use that tool to like sweep up crumbs on your uh, like if you're cutting bread or something like that so it's a nice kind of multi-purpose like a flower is it like a dough cutter kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but all plastic yeah all plastic okay got it well i'm definitely interested in making a beautiful cake like this for the holidays um sonia it's so nice to meet you thanks so much for coming on the show we have a lot of cooking health and wellness fans that tune into the podcast so before we jump into the december and january issue i'm just curious how you got into food, into journalism. Obviously, this is a huge passion of yours. Um, so would love to just learn more about you and your background. Sure. Yeah, I always wanted to write. So I, you know, I, I grew up dreaming of writing the next great novel and, and writing poetry and things like that. And and I um, that's what I kind of wanted to do after school. I was kind of stuck in this, oh, I don't know, like, should I go to law school? What should I do? How can I like how can I like make this a career and, and really do something I want to do instead of what I have always thought maybe I, I had to do. Um, and I kind of fell into a part-time job in the food journalism space. So not recipes, but kind of like reporting on food news, where to eat, uh, things like that. And thought I would do it, you know, part-time for a year and then maybe go back to school. And instead I stayed and I was at that company for eight years. And then this job opened up and, um, you know, I, I had some conversations and now I'm here at Bon Appetit. That's fantastic. So do you do any of the cooking (laughs) or are you just really (laughs) focusing on editing the magazine, making sure it's beautiful and fantastic? I'm always curious, you know, for people that work at food publications are like, are you in the dust kitchen at at all? (laughs) I, it's not my job to cook. It's not my job to develop recipes for the site, but I, um, I think I will be maybe sneaking one into a, an issue this spring, something that I just pitched in a, in a magazine, uh, like pitch meeting. So I'm excited about that. And I do do some cross-testing. So I do, you know, if um, if we're developing a lineup of recipes and they're looking for somebody to test it out, somebody to just make it again, just to make sure it really works. I do put my hand up for that quite a bit because I think it's a nice way to learn. I'm really new to the brand. I only started about three months ago. So it's a good way to kind of chat with somebody in a new way. It's a good way to kind of learn how our recipes come together. For example, there are so many kinds of salt <laughs> there's so many kinds of salt and we have this kind of like really big guide about how to make sure you're you're testing with the right ones and all of the different measurements and things like that and that's something that i kind of knew in the back of my head before i came to bon appetit and epicurious but i um i hadn't really ever put it into practice like i knew some salts were saltier than others but i hadn't really ever thought about it in any kind of meaningful way so yeah. it's been fun to to kind of put my hands into into that part of the magazine and i'm really excited to be working with recipes 
and are you guys working from home? I guess what I'm trying to get at is, do you get to eat snacks at work all day long? <laughs> that's really <laughs> no, I eat. part of my question. <laughs> Unfortunately for me, I have never worked in the BA and Epi office with other people on the staff. So because I started in August, I just haven't been in the office of other people. And, and so I don't get to do that. I eat what my husband makes for me for lunch. That That is fair. Yeah, we have a couple of people on the Love Wellness team also that have started working remotely and I'm, I'm so proud of them because I just can't imagine trying to get to know a whole new team just from Zoom and I can imagine it's, it's, it's challenging. So, so bravo. So is this your first issue that you have put together? Is the December, January issue your first one with the magazine then? It is, yeah. So I started kind of as it was coming together and certainly learned a lot during the process and um, was you know, at, at holiday issue, special issue, double issue, like a really interesting time to come in. And I, I think I learned a lot very quickly and probably slowed things down quite a bit because I kept asking questions. What does that word mean? Like, how does this work? What's, you know, what's the process? But um, I'm now we're working on, we're just starting to work on April. It's early December right now. And I, um, I feel like maybe I'm kind of getting my footing just a little bit. I, I am learning very quickly that I never know what day it is anymore. I like because we're working on so many different magazine issues at once. So that's been interesting for me. Yeah, you're like, it's April, but it's December. Um, <laughs> well, congratulations on your first issue. It looks really, really beautiful. And I can't wait to jump in and make some of these fantastic recipes. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are interested in food journalism. I'm just very curious, how do you create a magazine like this? Like, you know, it's magic on the newsstands, right? As a consumer reading it, it's, uh, you're creating this, you know, like I said, magical experience for the reader, but gosh, how much work goes into putting together uh, an issue like this, especially, you know, your guys' holiday issue. I can imagine it takes months and months. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's funny that you use the word magic, which is the word that I kind of am still using here all the time. Oh, like how did that spread come together? It really feels like magic. Oh, wow. Like, you know, those colors were kind of dull and now they're really bright. That feels like magic. All of it really just feels so special. And um, as a person who really loves words and, and loves books and loves writing in magazines, to me, to get to work at a place that has a print arm is, is really, really special. Um, it's true. It, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of people. And, and I that's my takeaway, I think, is Journals is always pretty collaborative. Writing itself can feel like a solo like activity. You know, you're writing for yourself, by yourself, in a room, late on deadline. You're not supposed to talk to people. You kind of shut yourself in sometimes. But working in a publication is so collaborative and there can't be silos and you have to make sure you're talking with other people and making sure that you're, to, to make the best content, you need to make sure you're bringing in all kinds of perspectives and really taking cues from the whole team. And that's something that I really, really like about my job is getting to work with art and copy and editors and the test kitchen and all of these people all together is fun. So curious to talk to you guys about the pandemic. Obviously food has been huge in the pandemic and we're all eating at home, cooking at home. Does the new holiday issue um, focus on that at all? I'm curious, sort of like as food writers and journalists, like what's your perspective on this kind of stuff? Are you suggesting that people's like, you know, <laughs> holidays look different? I, I'm just, I'm just wondering, or like our recipes tailored to 
smaller groups. Yeah, for Thanksgiving, what we did was we kind of made that the theme of the issue. Like we know Thanksgiving is gonna look different for a lot of folks this year. Here's a bunch of different ways that our recipe developers are celebrating. So whether you're in California and you get to eat outside, whether you usually have a whole party and it's actually only gonna be you and your wife and your kids and you're gonna grill a chicken instead of making a turkey, um, kind of that whole spread, like whether it's only gonna be two of you and you're gonna do something really lavish or if you wanna you know, throw out the pie and make a pretty sweet potato cake instead. So that was kind of our focus of that. And it was really fun and, and actually like really helpful for me because my Thanksgiving plans didn't really come together until the last minute. And, and it was encouraging, I think, um, both as like a reader of the magazine and as somebody working with the team to know it's okay. Like it's okay to know this year is hard and it's okay to kind of take care of yourself and, and do the thing that's best for you all. So making sure you're like super safe. Yeah, I love that. Life is too short to sleep between anything less than really nice sheets. But maybe you looked at some retailers and calculated the years of interest you'd pay on just one set and gave up. But trust me, go check out Brooklinen. Brooklinen has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. Brooklinen is so confident you'll love their products. They even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. I have been sleeping on Brooklinen sheets for years. I love their luxe set. It is amazing. I sleep so well in these sheets, so I definitely recommend them. So if if you've got people on your list who are hard to please, head to brooklinen.com and check out their entire selection of bedding, towels, loungewear, and more. They've even got candles, silk eye masks, robes, and more products. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code wellness to get 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code wellness for 10% off your first order plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com and use promo code wellness at checkout. So let's talk about some of the recipes that are in the new issue. What are some of the ones that you're most excited about? And I'm also curious because there's so many different types of celebrations in December and January. So is that really what you guys are focused on in this issue? Sort of like the different ways people are celebrating through food. I'm, I'm just curious about some of your favorite recipes. Yeah, I think celebration um, was kind of like the theme of the issue because it's been such a hard year and we want to kind of open it up and bring a lot of joy. And of course, obviously making sure people are celebrating safely, but giving people kind of a range of traditions, a range of different recipes. Hopefully they get, they learn something new and they see something that they hadn't seen before, but also kind of really um, appreciating and giving space to a lot of different traditional foods and different cultures and making sure that we're kind of representing our whole audience. Uh, one thing that I really loved is the cocktails. Um, there's, there's four beautiful cocktails. Yeah. We picked, we picked four bartenders from across the country that we really, really love. And we asked them all, like, what do you want to be drinking this holiday season? So one of them is like really bright and tropical. One of them is really cozy. One of them is non-alcoholic. There's, um, there's all of these different just drink traditions. And I, I never made cocktails at home before the pandemic. And now I've kind of gotten into it just because we're here and we're at home. Uh, and so those are going to be really fun for me. That's fun. Yeah, my friend um, Melanie's brand Gaia is actually featured um, in the issue. And I know that she was really, really excited. And, and hers is like a non-alcoholic um, drink. So I think that's maybe like where the non-alcoholic one comes in. So I'm excited to see that recipe. Um, I know you guys are doing like cookies, 
cakes, stuff like that. This is the stuff that everybody goes wild for around the holidays. Um, so what are the things, some of the things that readers can look forward to in this issue? The cookie package is really fun. The, like the, the spread of cookie recipes that we have. What we did is we asked our developers, what were your favorite childhood cookies? What were the things you really, really loved when you were growing up? And how would you improve upon that recipe or how would you change it for your palates today? So there's like a grown up Big Newton. There are these um, really dark chocolate pizzettes, which is a cookie that our test kitchen director, Chris Morocco, grew up eating his grandmother's, his Italian-American grandmother's recipe. And he kind of like made it a little bit different. And there's a, a grown up biscotti. There's all kinds of really fun things. There's a moon pie that's really, really amazing with pretzels and potato chips. That's so fun. And one that looks like a little piggy too. Yeah, the pig cookie's really cute. Um, so hopefully there's something for everybody in there, but I think it was just a fun prompt right now. And when our holiday season is looking so different for everybody, how can you kind of draw in nostalgia and, and bring that into your holiday season? Yeah. So right before we started recording, we were talking about TikTok or having a, a laugh about TikTok <laughs> because we just started our Love Wellness TikTok account. And now I have a TikTok account. Does Bon Appetit have a TikTok? Bon Appetit does not have a TikTok. We do talk about it every so often. And, and I think we could do some really, really cool things on there. And we've heard people who we really love on TikTok before and other on other platforms. But as of right now, we don't have one ourselves. I was just going to say, Sonia, if you need me to make pig cookies on your TikTok. <laughs> I am happy. Listen, I mean, do so. Or moon pies on your Instagram stories. I would, I would love, I would love to make, to bake cookies on the Bon Appetit social media channels. You know how to get in touch with me. I'm available anytime you want to chat. Let's make it happen. I think that sounds so, so fun. Um, so I'm curious, how are you celebrating the holiday this year? Are, are you based in New York City? Yeah, I live in Brooklyn. Um, I actually just got married in July. So my husband and I had never spent the holidays together before this year. And honestly, I had I had kind of um, refused to think about how we were going to split the holidays because I always went home to my family and he always went home to his. And I was like, can't we just keep doing this? Um, and now, of course, we're we're kind of thrown together and, and we can't, we don't have the, unfortunately, the luxury of being able to see our families. So I think we'll do something small, maybe start some new traditions. I'm really trying to frame this time. I mean, I, you know, I got a new job in the pandemic. I got married during the pandemic. I, um, I, I think it's an, there are ways to frame this kind of hard situation that we're all in to find little pockets of joy and to start new traditions and to set things up that we can bring into our new world, whatever our new world looks like. So I'm, uh, I bought a little Lego tree because uh, we're not going to have space, I think, for a real proper Christmas tree. And, and we're making ornaments and hand wrapping Christmas presents to send to people and things like that. Just trying to find some some ways to bring joy to other people. That's really fun. And do you cook yourself? Are you like a passionate chef? Yes, I love to cook. I'm vegetarian. Um, so I, I think that's something that I always like to tell people because it's not really necessarily what you think about as somebody who's helping to lead a food brand, especially a recipe site. But I have been vegetarian almost my whole life and a lot of my family is as well. Um, but I do really like to cook and, and I love being in a place like VA where we're so thoughtful about the food that we're, we're putting into our page onto our websites. And there is, I think, something for everybody. And um, you know, especially in this world where we live in now, where we're all kind of thinking about being more sustainable, like shopping locally, you know, making sure that we're kind of supporting produce in the right seasons and things like that. It's, it's been fun. And um, I, I feel lucky I'm able to kind of recipe test the recipes that I want to eat myself, which is just, you know, a good place to work is a place where they're putting out content that, that you want to eat yourself. So 
Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, all right. Well, I have two questions that I ask everybody on the show. So the first question is, what is your secret ritual? This is something that you do that makes you feel happy or helps you unwind, but you do it in secret. That's a good question. Um, I put coconut oil in my hair. Does, oh, does it have to be food related? No, it can be anything related. Okay. Um, and my, my husband, who I live with now, but I did it before, again, before the pandemic, he doesn't know this about me, but yeah, every so often I'll put coconut oil in my hair. It's something that I grew up doing with my mom and my grandmother. It's something that's pretty common, I think, across a, a number of Indian and South Asian households, just as a way to kind of, you know, make your hair healthier and make it shinier. So maybe about every two months, I'll, I'll like sit down and I'll heat up some coconut oil and I'll massage it into my hair and then I'll like wrap it in a towel. And then you have to like wash it out a couple of times, you know, because it's, it's oily and it yeah. takes some time, but I, um, he's never been like, what are you doing? And I've never been like, okay, it's time for the coconut oil. Just something that I kind of do on my own. I love that. Um, okay. My last question for you, what is one thing that you do now that you wish that you had learned earlier? And, you know, typically people answer with like a wellness kind of bend on this, but you are free to give, give me whatever you want. Okay. One thing I do now that I wish that I had learned to do earlier, um, I think it's reminding myself to take breaks. So you don't have to get everything done right away. You can get up in the middle of the day and go on a quick walk, get a cup of coffee, go outside, just get some sunshine, get some fresh air, call your mom. You know, I I, um, I have a really bad habit of, of wanting to take on things and get them done right away and just kind of working nonstop. And, and especially in the winter in New York, which is where most of my career has been spent, although I grew up in Atlanta, it's dark in the winter so early. And you're, if, you're, if you don't get out during the day, you just don't, you know, you don't see sunshine. So that's something that I, um, that I wish I had taught myself when I was 23 and, and like working all the time and like really not taking care of myself. Uh, I've finally learned to keep a, a carafe of water by my desk so that I'm drinking water throughout the day and, and like taking more care of myself that way as well. I love the carafe of water on the desk idea. Um, I just got this new uh, Berkey water filter. It's called a Walter filter. It's so cute, but it's like a Berkey filter. Anyway, I love it. And I, I love the, the water carafe idea. So maybe something that that is something that I will um, st start to implement in my daily life. Yeah. Um, well, well, Bon Appetit's holiday issue is on newsstands now. As we mentioned, the special issue includes tons of cookies, cocktails, recipes, gift guides, and menu ideas for all kinds of holiday celebrations this year, no matter how small or virtual. And I'm so excited that we got the executive editor on, Sonia Chopra. So thank you so much for your time. And don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast. It would mean so much to me and the entire team over at Love Wellness and happy holidays, you guys. Thanks, Sonia. Thank you so much for having me. Happy holidays.